Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. .com. All right. Back with Eddie and Rock. Well, Rock, a little, uh, you know, another day, another loss for the Reds. 6-1 yes. uh, to the Pirates today. Another game coming up here shortly. That's right. They, uh, the Reds lose the first two. Maybe they can get them back here in a couple hours. So another 12-30 game tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, how about that? When's the last time that happened? Two businessman well, specials. Well, today was a, was a makeup game for, I forget what when the game was canceled, but it was obviously earlier in the season, but I, I don't remember the exact date, but yeah. So anyways, so Rock, um, talking about the losses, are you still staggering? <laughs> are you still <laughs> wounded? Are you still bleeding from Saturday? I, I, it's funny because every time I am ready to move on, someone texts or tweets or calls or messages me. Uh, about the game. So, and, and this li very likely will last until the end of college football season, if not further. Uh, well, we now have. Well, he's still giving the, you the, crap from the Notre Dame UC game a year ago. <laughs> I, I know. And now he has two sound bites to kill. He has Dan Hordes call the UC game, and now the, the uh, whoever the Marshall uh, home broadcast radio guy is, which I, I don't know if you heard it yesterday. It, it, it's it's insulting because I mean, in oh, a funny I, way, I heard it. Because yeah, he's like not even excited. He's like, well, man, uh, three, two, one. Um, all right, and that'll do it. Uh, Marshall goes into Notre Dame and upsets them. And um, we'll be back with more after the uh, Haynes underwear uh, postgame show. You know, it was like, what? Like, it was like no big deal. Like, he wasn't losing his mind or nothing. He expected it, Ed. And that's what's insulting. Well, let's get a guy who was there, uh, our good friend Jason Williams from the InquireCincinnati.com. And, Jason, you're a giant Marshall guy. Let's get a little backstory on that. You grew up in southeast uh, Ohio, down on Gallup Police. Uh, how, how did you become a Marshall fan? Just because, well, Huntington's right down around that area? Is that what happened? Because you yeah, went to UC. Uh, thanks for having me back, guys. And, you know, I, if I could say it real quick, you know, Rock, I'm standing, I was sitting at the top deck of the upper deck where the visiting section is, and I'm getting blown up by people. Joe Deers and Alex T and all these people are blowing <laughs> me up. And I'm like, like in the middle of this, I'm like, should I text Rock? Like, I probably got a game right now. I better not. And so I have, I've been one of these people who have not rubbed it in because I'm, I'm also just one of the people like, I, I just want to root for my team. I don't want to talk crap about yours. So. But anyway, no, I grew up in southeast Ohio, uh, you know, 40 minutes uh, down the Ohio River. It's kind of the same region as Huntington, Huntington yeah. National, Ironton, Tri-State. And we're just big Marshall fans growing up. And, you know, we got the Huntington TV stations, and it was all Marshall all the time. And, um, you know, basically where I grew up at, you're either in Ohio, <clears throat> you're in Ohio, <clears throat> excuse me, you're an Ohio State fan and and a Marshall fan in a lot of, a lot of cases. And so, you know, I just sort of stayed with them and, Sort of the longer I've lived away from home, which has been most of my adult 
all of my adult life, since I came to UC in 93, uh, I've become more and more just into them. And like, I think it's just my connection to back home and, uh, you know, I bought season tickets and, um, you know, I'm a part of their little, uh, not little, but their, their, uh, you know, athletic scholarship foundation. I give a little donation of that and just, wow. I don't know, my brother's an alum. And so he and I are, are, uh, He's a, he lives in Columbus, but he and I, we, you know, that's, that's kind of our thing. He's nine years younger than me and we see each other at Christmas and holidays. But other than, you know, other than that, we don't really bond, but Marshall football bonds us and we go to a lot of the games together and it's just kind of become our thing as we've kind of grown older that, uh, you know, that's just kind of what we do together. And, you know, we always enjoy Saturdays and we certainly enjoyed this trip and, uh, it was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it's, uh, and, and I think probably, Steve Cotton is the play-by-play guy of the of the Thundering Herd, and he, he might have been in a little bit of shock. I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> I, I, I I certainly was like I'm, I'm literally like standing there, my my eyes are watering, and you start and and I think the thing about Marshall fans is that you know Huntington's a really rough town. It's been hit hard by yeah. you know the coal and railroad industry. We're so big there, and. Uh, you know, it had like 86,000 people in, in 1950, and it's now got around 40,000. And uh, it's, But Marshall football has kind of endured in the plane crash in 1970, and there's a real loyal fan base there. It's not certainly not as big as Ohio State or Notre Dame, but, you know, they, uh, you know there's a real solid group of people who have really stayed loyal to the program and, um you know, finally feel like there's a, there's a coach in place and a, and a quarterback that, you know, can walk into places like Notre Dame and not be intimidated by it. And, you know, really what we saw there is kind of when you start hearing about Marshall football back in the 90s and early 2000s and, you know, Chad Pennington and Randy Moss and Byron Leftwich, and they had a coach, Bobby Pruitt, like that's what they did. They would walk into places, maybe not necessarily Notre Dame, but Clemson, they beat Clemson, they beat South Carolina. Uh, big victory in, in 2003, the number six, then number six, Kansas State. And so, but they would walk in and not be intimidated by, uh, by, you know, whoever they were playing. And uh, really, for the first time in a long time, I saw that on Saturday. Uh, you know, it was a pretty cool, pretty cool experience. No, I, I agree. Look, of course, this does nothing for, you know, Notre Dame fans, but but I feel like Marshall is is known, like nationally known, right? Not in this area, but nationally known for just a few things. Of course, you know the the horrible plane crash that that you know the, you know where we lost half half the Marshall team or, or more. Uh, the the second would be I would say yeah, Randy Moss and Chad Pennington. You kind of remember, of course, Randy Moss. But now I think it's cool they're going to be known now nationally as the team that went into South Bend and, and upset Notre yeah. Dame. And, and, you know, so I, I think that's a, definitely a, a very cool thing that's going to just add to, to that history and be one, one more thing. And even a casual person, I feel like, you know, even years from now, someone who's not even a big fan will go, Marshall, oh, it, isn't that that team that went in and, and, and beat Notre Dame? So that's good for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they're just sort of, they're, you know, the, with the plane crash and, uh, you know, they brought the football program back in 1971. And, uh, you know, I think there was a lot of people in Huntington uh, that, you know, they wanted it back. And there's also a lot of people that were pouting, like, well, why bring it back? Like, you just lost everyone. You lost the coach. You lost the players. 75 people were killed, uh, you know, in the, in the plane crash. And, and you, you, you can, you still feel like when we go to games there, you feel that. 
that that, that prayer, and then there's certainly there's there's things there that honor. There's a fountain, and there's a statue outside the stadium, and they have 75 as to mark the amount of people who died on the field. But uh, you know, and then they always stay honored every year, November 14th, or the game that's around that. Uh, you know, they always play a home game around then. This year it happens to be against Appalachian State, so that's going to be a huge game. Um, but you just, you know, I think I think when you put it in the context of that and you, you, you go into Notre Dame and when you think about where the program was and yeah, that was 50 some years ago. Um, but you know, I always feel like, you know, every is a, every, every day the herd plays is like, you know, it's a huge day because of what happened. And I, you know, I wasn't born then or whatever, but you just, I've read every, every book or everything that's been mentioned in a book or every book that's been written about or every article has been written about. I've read it and I, I certainly know the story very well. And, um, but when you put Saturday in the context of that and um, sort of what I wrote about in my column today on Cincinnati.com was, you know, the debate among her fans has been like, hey, was this the biggest victory? And you certainly think, well, yeah, of course. Like, uh, you know, they've beaten Clemson. They've beaten Kansas State and, you know, Purdue. They've beaten, you know, some Louisville. They've beaten Power 5 schools over the last, you know, 20 years or so. But certainly none that's more story than Notre Dame and at the time ranked number eight. Uh, but the debate has been uh, the debate on like the fan boards has been like, well, is this the biggest? And then some people have said like, well, you know, they pushed back and said, well, no, I think the biggest win for the herd uh, ever was when they beat Xavier, uh, which yes, for those, those who were younger, Xavier actually used to have a football right. team, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, in, in 1971, that was their first victory after the plane crash, the, you know, they, they rebuilt the team for 1971 and uh, September Xavier Musketeers go into Huntington and uh, the Sunring Herd beats them uh, on a lap, literally as a clock is trying to throw a pass, score a touchdown. And uh, and so that's what our team and, uh, you know, kind of debate like, hey, is this, was, was the Notre Dame game the biggest win? Was the Xavier game the biggest win? And I think a lot of people have kind of come to the conclusion that the Xavier win was the most meaningful and, uh, you know, the Notre Dame game's probably the biggest. So I think that's probably a, a fair characterization of how to look at those games. All right. With that, Jace, we'll let you go. Is there any, Do you have any final words for these domers who are giving you a hard time <laughs> when you were sitting there cheering on your team to a certain victory? I, I just, uh, I, I will say this. Notre Dame fans are incredibly classy. And, and talking about the donors and the people who buy tickets and go to games. When, when, and I was at the UC game last year, and Notre Dame, to a team, the same thing happened on Saturday, with so many people said, congratulations, the ushers in the stadium, the fans would walk by. There's no taunting. There's no trash talking. It's, hey, congratulations. What a great show. Great. You know, what a, you know, last year was what a great one for the Bearcats. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I think incredibly highly of, uh, of Irish fans because uh, they're they're very classy. All right. With and, that, I mean that very sincerely. All right, Jace. With that, we're going to go. <laughs> Thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah. Uh, there's Thanks, uh, Jason Williams, Cincinnati.com, The Inquirer. Um, yeah, that I, 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 I happened to turn that game on. I'm just flipping the dial around. And I happened to turn that game on. I'm like, I looked at Deb and I go, Marshall's beating Notre Dame? <laughs> I was like, what the what? 
it, it, it's funny because you know my game was at noon and um you know so the game started after ours but i was on in, in the airport and you know tony pike texts me he says man i don't know about you know tommy reese's offense as a play caller and I was like, oh, yeah, let, let me know what's going on with it. And I was, as I'm looking for the score, I'm getting more and more texts like, oh, my God, what's going on? Boom, 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 boom. And then, of course, you get the result there. And, um, I, you know, it's a great win for them and a horrible win for, for another, or a horrible loss for another game. Yeah. There's no, no two ways about it. But, because uh, when, because um, I, I sent a text to Jason after I saw what was going on and I said, you, because I knew he was there, and I said, "You gotta be losing your freaking mind right now." And he yeah. goes, "Honestly, I have tears in my eyes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but what about uh, what, what you know? I, I think part of his column too was about you know, what what if Xavier restarted a football program? On one hand, you say, you know, God, football is usually you know the only school that or the only sport, excuse me, that that makes money that turns a profit at, at a university. Now Xavier basketball I'm sure does because it's yeah. you know still a you know but uh same with UD and, and you know where I went. Uh, yeah. that, that basketball right. uh, that team makes a butt ton of money. But they still I uh, they still have their football team. And a while back they yeah. did there they had if you recall several years back UD did have a really good football team. Yeah. So I don't know is well, that they something? still have a football team. They still have a football yeah, team. I, it's just, yeah 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 yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. is um, do you think that's something Xavier would consider, or do you think that's you know that's water under the bridge? I, I think it would take a tremendous, you know, it's a tremendous undertaking because you know you're starting from absolute scratch. You need, right. you need gobs of money to get that going, and you got to go in with it with the understanding that you're going to be bad for a few years. Years, yeah. You know, and you're likely going to have to start off at, you know, I don't know, like a NAIA or like a, you know, Division Three or, you know, what I mean, something like that. Uh, and I don't even think you start off at the FCS level. That's a that's a would be a tough thing to do. So um, on one hand, if you it would take some incredible vision to get it going, but uh, uh, might be might be too late. We check in with traffic now, Rob. What is going on, buddy? Fellas, after a nice Reds game, maybe they'll do better in this second game tonight. So is it, is, is it causing any kind of traffic situation? Because, I, I, I mean, I didn't see the crowd. Uh, I listened, but I, it sounded like there were people there. But it just seems like a game like this, there wouldn't be that many people. There's a 20-minute delay on North 75, which starts right around Mitchell on up to 275. But that's kind of normal here uh, as of late. And the... Uh, Traffic's pretty thick on North 71 as well. So I don't know if that's got anything to do with the game or not. You know, I'm, I'm sure it does with, with some of that traffic. But uh, don't you get, uh, if, since that's a today's afternoon game was a makeup game, don't you get the night game included? I don't know if they if they do that anymore. It's not like the old style, old school doubleheader. I think they clear the rack and reload. Start over? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. Then, then that's probably the case with the traffic situation right now. 
But uh, here's here's the whole picture from the UC Health Traffic Center. The University of Cincinnati Cancer Center provides the region's only focal therapy treatment of prostate cancer, minimizing the effects. Call 513-585-UCCC. Uh, that is minimizing the side effects. Uh, North 75, you're looking at about a 20-minute delay from Mitchell on up to 275 Sharonville. Northbound 71, add an extra uh, 12 to 15 minutes from past Dana Montgomery up to the Ronald Reagan. Southbound is slow from Martin Luther King on to 471. And uh, traffic lights are not working properly at the intersection of Columbia Parkway and Torrance. Uh, treat each direction as a stop sign there. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from a 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Partly cloudy skies and 56 for tomorrow. Sunshine and the high of 80. It's 73 now. News Radio 700 WLW. I've hated him since the first time she brought him home. He's a good boy. He was just a little nervous. Nervous? He stank. He didn't even know how to use a fork and a knife. Well, he's going to be family soon. Not if I could help it. Not if I could help it. Not if I could help it. My daughter's marrying Bigfoot, the podcast. There are a lot of shows to listen to these days. Make sure it's a show worth your time. I suggest The Scott Sloan Show. I face the same problems you do. So let's talk about them and have a little fun along the way. Check out Sloaney tomorrow morning at 9 on 700 WLW. And be sure to catch his podcast on the iHeartRadio app. This report is sponsored by Northern Kentucky Health Department. Get your booster shot, Northern Kentucky. Vaccines are widely available and are best protection from serious illness from COVID. Go to nkyhealth.org slash boosters to get your free booster shot today. That's nkyhealth.org slash boosters. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for the needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Bible Baptist Church of Wilmington wants to welcome you to our fall family weekend. Hey, check out the blog. It's back in full force. Kicking some serious buttocks. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all kinds of, in Song of the Day there, there's all kinds of, been finding these weird stories lately, buddy. It's just weird. These weird videos. There was, there was one that was posted yesterday. You need to check it out if you didn't look at the blog. No, I didn't look at it yet. Because so you're, you're mentioned it. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. I wonder what it could be. Uh, now, by the way, are we still on, like, week seven of your uh, 60s garage band No, no, no. Um, I switched. Songs? Nah, it was, well, see, 70, 70s went good. And then 80s week, kind of the guy who does the blog went on vacation. So there's only a couple of 70s songs or 80 songs on there. So I kind of switched it over. I'm trying to reorchestrate which way it's going to go now. 
I might do a salute to Michael Jackson in your honor or some nature or something like that. I might do a week of Prince. All right, well, apparently we're having some difficulty with with Rock. We're going to have to reset that and get back at him. Well, why don't we just go ahead, uh, you know, Alex, and check in with traffic now with Rob and see what's going on with that. We'll get Rock reset here. Rob, what is going on, buddy? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Partly cloudy skies and 56 for tomorrow. Sunshine and the high of 80. It's 73 now. News Radio 700 WLW. Preparing his body and mind for hours in his fortress of solitude. That makes me feel good. When 5 o'clock strikes, Mike McConnell emerges to bring you a super morning. Let's all feel good together. And at his side, his circle of champions. Master Chuck Ingram with the latest traffic. Miss Fahrenheit Jennifer Ketchmark with the latest forecast. And the Atlas of Athletics, Seg Dennison with sports. Plus news, entertainment, and laughs. Think of me as Mr. Feelgood. Mike McConnell, tomorrow morning at 5 on 700 WLW. The iHeartRadio Music Festival. Where the biggest stars from all walks of music come together. September 23rd and 24th, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Limited seats. All right, back with Eddie and Rocky and technical difficulties behind us. Yes. We are back. We're good to go now. Yeah, yeah. We're back. So as I was saying, Ned, I'm looking at maybe the most bizarre picture I've ever seen in my life. I mean, in bizarre, I mean funny. So this is in uh, Taiwan, okay? And this is at a, it's called the uh, Taiwan Veterans Home, okay? It's a state-run facility for retired Army personnel. And in the pictures is, I don't know, like 10 or 12 elderly men, okay? I mean, got to be in their 80s, all in wheelchairs, all wearing masks, and a... I don't know, 26-year-old stripper with a mask on, dancing, lap dancing with all of these older men. That ain't a bad way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's just, the, the again, the, the weirdest thing you ever have. Of course, a video of the raunchy performance um, was filmed by an attendee, so one of the men uh, Is she, had okay. a cell phone out. The woman isn't. 
Come no, on. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. No. She's like, no, okay, I get it. Yeah, she's in lingerie. Gotcha. You know, yeah, sure, not, okay. not full-blown uh, naked or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, the film, it was a film by an attendee before it was, of course, posted to social media and quickly went viral. Um, the kinky clip shows a masked-up erotic dancer with um, uh, clad in lingerie giving one elderly man a lap dance. Um, the, the, the article, uh, is keen to point out the man, however, doesn't seem to mind and can be seen squeezing the woman's assets as she rises her body. Now, you know, of course, now that everyone loses their mind and they have to issue an apology, uh, the intention of the event was to entertain residents and make them happy. We are very sorry for the offense that was caused. Now, doesn't this again fall into the category of mind your own damn business? Like, the, victimless right. crime. Exactly. Victimless crime, right? I mean, she's, you know, obviously, you know, she's making a living, whatever. She's okay with it. The men are having a good time. What's the problem? Yeah, it's not People like on some, the internet in some other country have a problem with it. Who cares? It's not like some nurse all of a sudden stripped down to her underwear and started dancing around for these old guys. She obviously got paid to do this, and the, uh, the gentleman apparently enjoyed the show. Win, Very much so. Win-win. <laughs> Very much so, judging by their faces. So, yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, th- th- to me, this is one of those ones where, I mean, I, I guess maybe the the, you know, the, man who, the man who posted it wasn't thinking about it. But I feel like you had, it's almost like either, if you're at this nursing home and you hire this woman, you either you either don't do it or... You own it and say, you know what? So what? We did it. You can't be. You can't think that this is not going to cause a reaction because it, of course, is. Oh, so you either no got to. Yeah. So you got to be like, yeah. Well, so what? We did it. And if you aren't comfortable with that, then you don't do it at all. You don't be oblivious. Is what I'm saying. There's no way. Well, look. As soon as you put it on social media, you know, the, there's going to be a certain percentage of pushback on it, right? right. Because that's. People, there are, you know as well as I do, and as we all do, on social media, there is X percent of people who sit around and wait for something to bitch about. And there you yeah. go. That right there is chum in the water. Amen. But but the, the, the nursing home, you have to know that this is something is <laughs> as funny and bizarre as this is going to get posted. Somebody's going to leak this. And, and you have to be okay with it, because or if not, you say that now, because there's no way you can think, okay, we're gonna let this happen, and no one's gonna know. Not in today's world, oh, it's not gonna crap. happen yeah, that no, way. No, 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 so no, no, be no, okay no. with it, or don't do it. And I just wish they would said, yeah, so what? These old guys, they serve their country, and they wanted a lap dance, and they loved it. So who cares? What? <laughs> I don't know what they would tip with. There's a quarter, honey. That's a back in my day. That's a lot of money. You have any change for this? I mean, <laughs> right. I can you give, give me a change whole back from a quarter? <laughs> 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 All right. We're going to be talking some Bengals coming up here. 700 WLW. The car market's coming down. We're 0-1 after Sunday's 23-20 overtime loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. An excruciating loss that is... Caused many to wonder if the Bengals were as prepared as they needed to be and if they should have changed their approach during the preseason and during training camp after what you saw on Sunday, after what you've come to understand about the preseason and training camp, what do you say? With hindsight, of course. I don't see how you could see it any way different. And I remember talking about this and being pretty adamant about it, especially considering the team's number one issue, which was offensive line, 
now having four of five guys being new out there. Offensive line, as you well know, is a, is a position group that requires everyone to be on the same page. And the only way to do that is to practice, is to play full speed with one another. And I think it showed. Look, a lot of the pressures, if you go back to that Steelers game, it was a lot of twists. It was a lot of stunts. It wasn't just T.J. Watt beating a guy around the edge every time. It was a lot of things that took offensive line being coordinated and passing things off and coming back the other way. So I think in that regard, and I think in many other places, talk about how you know Joe Burrow's first half was awful. Looked out of sync, just looked like he wasn't quite up to the speed. I mean, such a speed, precise game. Uh, I, I think certainly you look back and say, man, a couple plays in the preseason, a couple series certainly could have helped. You knew the Pittsburgh Steelers were going to bring a very good defensive front. You know Mike Tomlin is old school. He likes to hit. He's going to play his starters during the preseason. Should the should the week one opponent have altered how they prepared for the for the season back in August? No, I, I think. Look, as a coach, you got to do what's best for your football team. Do whatever you think is best. And, and Mike Tomlin, of course, is a little more old school, and he knows the Steelers' mo is we're a physical bunch. That's our brand. And also, by the way, we now we don't have Big Ben anymore. We don't have Antonio Brown. We don't have a, a firepowered offense or anything. So we got to beat people up. We got to out physical people. And I think it played right into his hands exactly how he thought this thing would go. We're going to welcome this Bengals team in coming off the Super Bowl. They're well rested. A lot of guys on this team on this line are very new. We're, we're going to play more physical than them. We're going to play faster than them. And I, I think there's no question it worked out that way. Game number two. In Dallas on Sunday, Bengals and Cowboys, that game will kick off at 425. You will hear it live on 1027 WEBN and ESPN 1530. With Rocky Boyman, I'm Mo Egger. It's Chevy truck season, and Chevy offers a full lineup of trucks and accessories, which means... All right, back with Eddie and Rocky. A little while longer, more Reds baseball coming in Rock. Yes, doubleheader. Reds lost the first one today, uh, what, 6-1? to one. And we'll try it again here in a little bit. A made-up game from earlier in the season. So, Rock, uh, you know, who doesn't like to see a bully taken down, right? Oh, there's nothing better. Someone gets what they deserve. And that's kind of the theme here. If, if you want to call in, we want your story. Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred, the big one, where somebody being a complete mm-hmm comes up and messes with somebody and they get with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Taken down. Yeah, Case in it, point. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, this is a good story. Yes. This happened in uh, Geeseboro, North uh, Yorkshire in England. A 35-year-old guy on his, uh, his lunchtime, and apparently he'd been in the pub for a little bit. And so he sees this kind of uh, squirrely little kid, um, you know, teenage kid, about 16, 17, sitting outside, you know, talking to his buddy, or he's sitting there eating a bag of chips or some such. So he comes up and starts messing with the kid. He's poking at him. You know, like, yeah, I'm going to take, I'm going to buy, I'm going to beat your, I'm going to take you down this alleyway and stab you. And starts shoving him around and this and that and the other. 
and it reaches out and bites a kid on the ear. And the kids are like, uh, yeah. And so he's like, oh, were you going to do something about it? Um, and he did. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, I yes I will. <laughs> what, uh, yes, sir, I I will. What uh, that thirty-five-year-old uh, guy didn't know that this sixteen-year-old was a multiple junior world champion in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and Oops. proceeded to whip his ass. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, there's nothing better. That's why you, you never you never go looking for trouble because you don't know what's on the other end, man. You don't. Well, and that's the thing. After the kid gets him down and the kid's trying to be nice to him, and you should see a picture of this kid. He is, I mean, he's cut. And yeah. uh, so the kid's holding him down. They're going, you know, don't get up. Don't get up. And the guy's like, I'll get up, and I'm going to kick your ass. So he's like, I'm going to let you up if you'll just walk away. And so the guy starts to, <laughs> turns and starts to walk away again, turns back around and is like, now I'm going to get you. And so, again, the kid whips his butt so i mean come on man no no when you're defeated in a situation like that correct i've i've told this story before but when i was with the titans uh they brought in this guy he was a former special forces guy right he trained the delta force this guy was a he was a bad dude like they would drop him off like 10 miles out like out from a you know a target they wanted to take out basically right. Stu would like jog in <laughs> kill this guy jog back out get on the helicopter and fly back so, they brought, so someone in the titans I, I said hey let's bring in somebody that that's you know does hand-to-hand combat and teach the guys some pass rush moves this guy was awesome they eventually fired him because he wasn't teaching us pass rush moves he was teaching us how to kill people right you know, he'd be like yeah i mean in the sessions he'd be like okay so act like you have a knife, right? And then I would just cut, you know, and it was nothing to do with Pat, but the guy was awesome. And anyway, um, I remember being out once and I saw him at a, I saw him at, a, at this bar, a couple of us, and we went up and said hello to him. He was there with one of his buddies. And this dude was like, same thing. He was like, you know, five, eight, you know, not that big, but just sure. cut up and just a bad, bad SOB, right? And I, and I asked his buddy, I was like, man, I bet you, you know, Chris is the kind of guy that, Somebody would come in and be all drunk and just figure, I'm going to pick on this guy here. Right. And he would just totally turn them inside out. And he's like, oh, yeah, because that, that, that's exactly what happens. I was like, well, when's the last time you got into it at a bar? He's like, I don't know, two, three weeks ago. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he was perfectly calm, nice guy, you know, but just that guy in the bar. That If you pick, if you had to pick out 100, you know, there's 100 people and you say, who would you fight? You, you'd probably fight that guy, right? Because okay, he doesn't look that big, but... He, he has, and he's killed people before. More times than not, that's the guy you do not want to mess with. Correct, yeah. Quiet, reserved, and uh, a bad, bad man. Well, revenge stories, and again, we want your 749-7800, the big one. Um, my my favorite is, I, I wish I'd have been there, because I, I would have been kicking the blood out of this fella. When my, long before I met my wife... She was at the EBN fireworks when that was the old West down there, if you recall. Uh-huh. Down on the riverfront, when you could drink and all that, that's one of the reasons why, guess what, folks? You can't drink down there. Well, you can have a beer or something, but people <laughs> right. are so messed up. And she's standing in line for a portalette. You know, hundreds of people are standing around. And uh, she's the next in line for this 
this uh, portal light. And some drunk dude walks up to her and goes, hey, look, I really have to go. I, I Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. And she's like, no, it's not. You know, come on, man. It's not fair. Yeah. Just, you know, you know, go over there behind the trees or something. So he's like, yes, me, 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 me. And so she goes in there, and as soon as she opens the door, that guy's there and punches her. Oh, my God. Square in the face. Yeah. And really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I thought I told you that story. Yeah. Ooh. Square in the, in, right, in the, right in the nose, basically. And she goes down, of course, and is just you know, stunned. And the, the, the thing that I love, again, the frontier justice thing, you know I love. Yes. A bunch of, um, apparently, I don't know how many guys it was. Certainly between five and ten guys were like, okay, this will not stand. So they apparently kicked that guy into a mud puddle. I mean, just he was worthless when they all got done with him. Wow. <laughs> a bunch of women ran over to her and was like, you okay? You okay? And well, they're, they're over there beating your boyfriend up. She's like, that's not my boyfriend. I don't even know that guy. Wow. Yeah. Well, but see, got what he deserved. Well, that's what I see. I like. I said I'd have walked over there at the end and and I'd have kicked him with one last time. Kicked him in, kicked him in the junk a few times. <laughs> how's that, that, how's that feel, son? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see anything in in the game when you were playing that somebody? Thought they were getting they thought they were getting something over on somebody, and they turned the tables on them. Well, no, I mean, but there was a lot of, I mean, revenge. It happened multiple times a game. You know, somebody cracks you real good, and then you know, the whole rest of the game, you, you're you're kind of fighting with yourself between, do I do my job and, and play the game and try to win it, or is it more important to me to just go kick the crap out of this guy and win this <laughs> this this feud we have going on here and. You know, if you could get it done between the lines and still, you know, help the team and not get a penalty, that was that was what you did. Was there anybody that you had, they they had the mark of the beast on them as far as you were concerned, and you're like, okay, next time I play that dude, it is on. Um, oh yeah, there's a few guys. Got a uh, guy named Eric Barton for the Jets. Wanted him bad. Um, we get into it a lot. Uh, uh, Matt Chatham, who was a uh, he was a special teams guy with the the Patriots, and he he was a tough God. He was tough, and he held on every play, and so we would go to war. I mean, it would just just all out go to war. I mean, it was it was getting off blocks and you know hand fighting and the whole deal, man. It was you're fighting for your. We were both fighting for our lives, man. We didn't want to let the other one get get on top, you know. So yeah, see, I love time. that stuff because you don't you don't see that in the game anymore. It seems to me, I'm, I, but we we don't obviously we don't see what goes on in the piles and what goes on on the, you know, you're talking about special teams and all those, you know, when that yeah. all that whole mass comes together, you don't see that stuff going on. What you're talking about? No. Well, and the other thing too is, you know, there's just so many more cameras. There's, I mean, more TV cameras, but also just everyone has, you know, stuff would would kind of just fly under the radar and you'd never see it again. Well, now everyone's taking pictures all the time and this and document social media and it's just it, it lives forever it's, it's terrible say it not not too long ago and i know this wasn't it's a movie i get it 
But uh, what's the original longest yard not too long ago? You ever mm-hmm. seen that with Burt Reynolds and all? And that, and they're talking about they show just this dirty stuff. And I know back in the day that did go on. Remember the old guy and that's like gone. What you do is pretend you've broken your arm. You seal that sucker up with plaster of Paris, <laughs> and it's a club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. you had to be around. Were you ever around old guys like that? The old guys in the game were like, "And here's how you get away with that." So, you know, a, a teammate of mine at the Colts was uh, Dan Klecko, whose dad was oh, sure. Joe Klecko, right? Yeah. And and he said uh, he said his dad at one point, uh, the you know, the, all those members at D-line, the sack exchange, they would, I guess, glue or, or tape like thumbtacks to their to their pads. So then when someone uh, would hit them in the chest, yeah. they would, you know, they would hurt their hand and they'd have to pull it back. I mean, like just a I few like, here and there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, See, what? I love that stuff. <laughs> the other one, I the other one I heard was I had a guy tell me, you know, because you know, like, like every player like double tapes their jersey because you don't want it loose because people can grab it and sure. pull it. Yeah. And uh, I guess the trick for a while was in the in the late '90s was to um, you would you take this like silicone like this like silicone you could spray your jersey yeah. with silicone right and you throw it in the dryer. And it would dry. It would just look kind of like there was like some powder on your jersey. But as you sweated, then it would get lubricated basically, and then no one could could grab you. You'd, you'd be slick to the touch. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, we got Reds baseball coming up. We check in one more time with traffic with Rob. What's going on, buddy? You see, Rock, what you do is you take a metal grinder to your spikes. There you go. Um, Sharpen bad boys up. Uh, oh, Ty exactly. Cobb. Thank you. <laughs> Where did all that blood come from? <laughs> from the UC Health Traffic Center. The University of Cincinnati Cancer Center provides the region's only focal therapy treatment for prostate cancer, minimizing side effects. Call 513 585 UCCC. The broken down is cleared on North 71 north of Pfeiffer, still looking at close to an 18 minute delay from Dana Montgomery as traffic begins to thin out there. There's an accident South 75 on the right shoulder, right at the collector ramp to Donaldson, and an accident Reading between Avon Drive and Tennessee Avenue. Still some uh, stop and go traffic remaining eastbound 275 now past 471 to beyond Kellogg Avenue from an earlier accident there. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Partly cloudy skies and 56.4 tomorrow. Sunshine and the high of 80. It's 73 now. News Radio 700 WLW. Hey, kids. Time for another great story from Uncle Willie's big book of great Americans. Today, my fellow Americans, is Harry Burt, a small-town ice cream store owner with big American dreams. Harry was not content with customers coming to him. He wanted to go to them. Harry created the first ice cream truck from which he sold his frozen delights, making Harry a rich man. So the next time you see an ice cream truck on your street, thank Harry Burt, a great American like me. You can be a great American, too. Listen to Bill Cunningham tomorrow at 12 noon on 700 WLW. 
This report is sponsored by AAA Bob Summerall Tire and Service. Save $90 on select sets of Nokian tires. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.